We inform. Religious freedom is about people of faith being able to live out their faith, live out their convictions, no matter where they are. We equip. This is a battle of worldviews. And we activate. We also rejoice in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character hope. This is AFA at the Core on American Family Radio. Welcome to The Core here on American Family Radio. Glad to have you with us today. I'm Walker Wildman. Hey, we're live streaming the video today. We're back in studio today. We're live streaming on Facebook. Go to AFA at The Core Facebook page. You can watch the live video stream there. You can also go to our AFA at The Core YouTube channel and watch the show live streamed there as well. So whichever of those two platforms you prefer, you can go right now and watch the show live on either of those platforms, Facebook or YouTube. Just type in AFA at the core. And our website and app are also available. AFR.net's the website, and the American Family Radio app is at your local app store. Just go to your phone, go to your app store, type in AFR. You can download the American Family Radio app for free. Our scripture for the week is Psalm one. 3 through 3 and 4. Uh, Psalm 1, 3 and 4. He is like a tree. This is talking about the way of a righteous man. So he is describing the righteous man. If you read back verse 1 and 2, which we did last week. So the righteous man in verse 3 is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does and all that the righteous man does, he prospers. The wicked are not so, but they are like chaff that the wind drives away. Psalm 1, verse 3 and 4. So we need to be seeking to be like the righteous man. How can we be like the righteous man? Well, first, we believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, and he is the only way into salvation And then we rely on the Holy Spirit and we study God's Word uh, to become more like Christ. That's how we become righteous. Psalm 1, verse 3 and 4. Next segment, we're going to have two special guests. My brother, Wesley Wildman, is going to be in with us. He's in each Tuesday and Thursday. Then we're also going to have Brother Jerry Lawson, a pastor from Mississippi. He's been promoting our Christmas buttons for some time now. There is no telling how many Christmas buttons he's promoted and given away, so we're going to talk to him about that. We're going to hear his story, hear about how he first heard of AFA, and what inspires him so much about these Christmas buttons uh, that were actually the idea of my grandfather, Don Wildman, several years ago, the idea of a Christmas button. Uh, Many people don't know this, but the Christmas button was my grandfather's idea, and everybody thought it was a terrible idea. Everybody around the office thought it was a terrible idea. Who's going to wear a Christmas button? Well, the first year we sold about, I don't know how many hundreds of thousands of Christmas buttons, but nonetheless, we sold enough to pay cash for the building that's right across the street from our campus. Um, We paid uh, cash with the money from the Christmas buttons to pay cash to build the building across the street right now. So uh, several thousand square feet building. Uh, So pretty pretty interesting story about how... um, nifty 
my grandfather was um, when it comes to uh, creating resources that people will like and then using that money to expand the work of American Family Association. Uh, jumping right into the show, and by the way, the last thing I'll mention is we're going to have a special uh, guest last segment. We're going to have on Pastor Kerry Gordon about the movie Enemies Within the Church. You're going to want to hear that interview. They've been covering um, this. They've been producing this movie for the past several years. AFA has supported this production, and we're going to have Pastor Kerry Gordon on the show on the core last segment today to talk about um, that movie. You're not going to want to miss that, and the movie is called Enemies Within the Church. Hey, uh, some good news. Uh, Gigi Son, the nominee for the FCC position that we talked about earlier in the week, this is a report out of Fox News. Uh, one of Fox News' reporter reported that the White House is, quote, scrambling to save Gigi Son's nomination due to possible conflicts over past legal work and her public comments. You know, the public comments where she said she thinks that Fox News is state-run propaganda and they should be taken off the public airwaves? Well, yeah, that was Gigi Son. Um, so Fox News is reporting that the White House is scrambling to save her nomination. You know, we really just got to get through Christmas, my friends. If we get through Christmas, guess what? Her nomination dies. The paperwork that was filed by the Biden administration will expire on the evening of December 31. And in order for her to be um, uh, re-upped, she would have to be re-nominated in January in order to go through the Senate process all over again. Uh, so we're almost there, folks. We've almost completely killed this nomination, and that is a good thing. We do not need Gigi Son running the FCC. That would be terrible for our country, and it would be terrible for networks like American Family Radio. You think we're not having an impact on this show? Well, boy, are we wrong. Um, One America News, who I called out just a couple of days ago for supporting Gigi Song, why they're supporting her, I have no idea. Well, they've just recanted. They've just retracted. And... um. Now the owner, boy, is it, you talk about an about face. The owner of One America News, Robert Herring, now he's calling Gigi Son a, quote, extreme left pick. Hmm, okay. He goes on to say, this is the owner of One America News. He goes on to say, quote, my son came out and supported her, but the company itself is not supporting her. All right. There is no way this company would ever support her and no way I'll ever let it happen. How my son decided he wanted to know, I don't know. Or I'm sorry, how, how my son decided he wanted to, I don't know, end quote. Um, then he goes on to say she shouldn't be anywhere near the FCC as far as I'm concerned. Well, I'm glad Mr. Herring came to his senses, but I hate that his son went out and lobbied for Gigi Son the past several months because her nomination probably wouldn't even still be active um, had uh, groups like OAN supported her nomination. So good news there. Let's keep calling them out, my friends. Let's keep calling them out. Um, let's see here. Clips or stories, stories or clips, clips or stories. Um, I want to play um, this clip here. This is... Um, 
<clears throat> we have two clips here from Australia. And, man, have they gone off the deep end. Australia is just going off the deep end, completely losing their mind, their leaders. They're running these quarantine caps that I talked about last week. I mean, this is absolutely some insane stuff. Well, uh, two clips here. The first clip I'm going to play, this is an Australian leader, government leader, just going on a rant against people who don't like mandates. And he says that everybody who's against a mandate is against the vax. They're anti-vax, no uh, uh, no way, no parsing it out, no caveats. Clip three, let's listen. If you are anti-mandate, you are absolutely anti-vax. I don't care what your personal vaccination status is. If you support, champion, give a green light, give comfort to, support anybody who argues against the vaccine, you are an anti-vaxxer, absolutely. Your personal vaccination status is utterly irrelevant. If you campaign against the mandate, if you campaign against people being vaccinated in vulnerable settings, teachers in classrooms, I'll be really clear, at that point in time, people were actually supporting the idea of a teacher being unvaccinated in a remote community classroom with kids who cannot be vaccinated. I reject that, I still reject it. And if you are out there in any way, shape or form campaigning against this mandate, you are absolutely anti-vax. If you say pro-persuasion, stuff it, shove it. We are absolutely gonna make sure as many territories as possible are vaccinated. That is our best protection against this thing. And if you look at the Dolby model that's only come out since, that says if you double dose 80 in remote communities, five and up, I think you'll see our vaccine mandate is absolutely crucial to protecting lives, particularly <laughs> Aboriginal lives. And I will never back away from supporting vaccines. And anyone out there who comes for the mandate, you are anti-vax. All right. If you're against a mandate, you are anti-vax, Bobby. He's elected, isn't he? I believe so. I believe so. A government too. official. He won't back away, though. He'll just be voted out. Yeah, he'll dig his heels yeah. in. Yeah. I mean, that was well, a pretty stubborn speech there, my friends. Well, so did Governor Cuomo. Yeah, that's true. Duly noted. You know, you know. Here, here's the here's the fundamental problem. All right, let's don't. Over, I'm all about simplification. Let's keep things simple in life. This, um, these shots are not working. Oh, Walker, how do you know that? <laughs> well, let's look at the numbers. Let's look at the numbers. Um, and I'm not going to provide a caveat a caveat to that. Oh, but they're working over here. No, they're just not working at all. All right? This is a report today. This is a Breitbart report. Coronavirus deaths, <clears throat> the coronavirus deaths in Joe Biden's first 10 months in office surpassed the entire death toll under Donald J. Trump. More people have died from COVID in the United States this year that isn't even over yet than all of last year combined. So the 12 months last year compared to the 11 months, we're going on the 12th month this year, more people have died from COVID this year than last year. Well, what's the difference? Most of last year, we had no shot. This year, we have a shot, a shot that, as I mentioned, does not work. And so there's, you can't, there's no way around this. There is no way to convince the public even though they're trying very, very hard, there is no way to convince the public that these shots are working 
to fight COVID when more people are dead this year with COVID? I mean, th- there's no way you can go, but yeah, this age group and, but, oh no, this. And then, but if you look at this and, and that, and no, they're just not working. All right. And there's no caveats about that. There's no, but it works over here. But look at this statistic. They're just not working. And there's no way to convince me that they are. And so that's out of uh, Breitbart. That's a report right now <clears throat> going on. But back to my point about the Australian rant there. Um, this, it, it's one thing if you have a shot that's working. All right. It's one thing if you have a shot that has pretty much eliminated COVID. But that's not what we have. That's not what we have. And the leaders refuse to recognize that, or at least they refuse to recognize it publicly. So when you keep doing something that doesn't work, but you're expecting a different result, and that's what's going on in Australia. They keep pushing the jab, pushing the jab, pushing the inoculation. But they keep having cases and cases and cases and death and death and death. And I actually watched an official just a couple weeks ago from one of the major hospital systems. And he said, we've got people in the hospital filling up our hospital rooms, and it ain't even from COVID. (laughs) That's my Southern uh, slang there. He said, it's not even from COVID. So why are all these people filling up the hospital? I don't know. Good question. Let's figure it out. Um, But then other parts of Australia... They've got a COVID running rampant, whatever that means, by the way. Um, and they're the, one of the most vaccinated countries in the world. Uh, look up in the Northeast right now. You know, you got Michigan, Minnesota, New Hampshire, New York. Some of these places got 75, 80% of their population fully jabbed up, fully inoculated. They're still having issues with COVID. All right. So we were sold a bill of goods that turned out not to be true. And that is this idea that the shot would rid this planet of coronavirus. And it's just not doing that. And the sooner we embrace the reality, the sooner we can move on as a society. AFA at the core will be back in a few minutes. They said to each other, did not our hearts burn within us while he talked to us on the road, while he opened to us the scriptures? My name is Abraham Hamilton III, and this is the Hamilton Minute. These words were shared between Cleopas and his companion on the seven-mile walk from Jerusalem to Emmaus as Jesus, in resurrected form, used the Hebrew scriptures to reveal himself to them as the Messiah. There are at least 109 distinct biblical prophecies the Messiah had to fulfill. The mathematical probability of such a feat occurring is astoundingly absurd, yet that absurdity is satisfied in Jesus, the Messiah. Come, let us adore Him. Listen each weekday from 5 to 6 p.m. Central for The Hamilton Corner. For more, from Abraham Hamilton III, Public Policy Analyst for the American Family Association.
This is Raising Godly Girls Minute with Patty Garibay of American Heritage Girls. Today, kids all seem to speak a language that some adults know nothing about. Memes. Memes are like a sort of universal symbol. Different images have implied meanings, and their accompanying text conveys the writer's emotion. For example, what looks like a picture of Willy Wonka is actually a statement on your girl's frustration with current affairs. Memes are a way kids today express thought, emotion, and ideas. If memes are a foreign language to you, but a native tongue to your daughter, brush up. Ask your daughter to show you some memes she's made and talk about what they mean. Together, brainstorm ways you can disciple through memes. Scripture memes and Christ-honoring humor are a great way to spread God's love and joy with others. We are all called to raise up the next generation of Christian leaders. You can learn more about empowering girls through the love of God at RaisingGodlyGirls.com. The following are real-life stories from Trinity Debt Management. My story begins with debt, a lot of debt. I used my credit cards as a source of income. It was not a good situation. I couldn't pay my bills. The interest on the cards was really high. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-788-1813. I initially was scared to call, and immediately I felt relief. They contacted all of our creditors, and they put us on a plan for success. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. I've been able to pay off close to $15,000. We're doing a lot better. Please pick up the phone and see how affordable and easy it is to pay off your debt. It's a godsend. We're debt-free for keeps. Call Trinity at 1-800-788-1813. That's 1-800-788-1813. AFA at the Core podcast are available at AFR.net. Back to AFA at the Core on American Family Radio. Welcome back to AFA at the Core here on American Family Radio. Hey, we need you to subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We push the podcast out to multiple platforms after the show. We have our own website, our own app. The podcast is there. We also publish the podcast on Spotify or Apple or uh, Android devices. So all of those locations, you can subscribe to The Core and listen to the show at your convenience. In studio with me is Wesley Wildman, my brother. Good hey, to see you, Wesley. Hey, glad to be in here. Uh, if you hear a uh, little bit of the um, buffle in my voice, I've got the sniffles. I don't have COVID. Yeah, because you've already had that. You already had it. I'm immune to it for now. Yeah. But I do have little bit of a cold, and that's because we live, and our headquarters is in Mississippi, more specifically Tupelo, Mississippi. Mm-hmm. And let me just tell you what we're up against here. It'll be 75 degrees on Saturday at lunch. Yes. And it's going to be 30 degrees Sunday at night. Yes. So, And that's pretty regular. So I think the, the best part about that is we'll all be sick at the same time. Yes. And so none of us will be here Monday, am I right? <laughs> you know? We'll be here. Yeah. We'll just be dragging. Yeah. yeah. So um, no, it's, it's that time of year, and we've all got kids, and everybody that's had kids knows how it goes. They come home from school with the snotty noses, and you just can't shake it. That's it. Um, but, hey, we're building up our immune systems. So uh, that's, that's, right. that's that's the upside. Hey, Wesley, I wanted to play this clip for you and get your input on this. Uh, we've seen where uh, the left has just viciously gone after people um, that dare to stand up for traditional values, dare to stand up for biblical values more specifically, 
You could even say just simply have different ideas than they've got. That's I mean, true. Yeah, I mean, anybody who doesn't ridiculous. think like them, yeah. they've gone after. That's true. Uh, we have examples of uh, Senator Josh Hawley. Uh, the left went to his house when he wasn't even there. It was his wife and his brand-new baby, his newborn baby. Uh, they've been to Mitch McConnell's house picketing out front. We had – I've got this story of of them burning down the Fox News Christmas tree in New York City. Um, and then I could go on and on and on. But I'm going to play this clip. This is a reporter, a local reporter in Massachusetts, uh, wanting to talk to one of Biden's U.S. attorney picks. And listen to her response here in clip five. My kids are inside. Can we speak to you for one second, Ms. Rollins? You're in front of my house with we, my we, children? We literally just pulled up here. Yeah, but how do you know where I live? Oh, it's public record, ma'am. Right, okay. That's unbelievable. We're not stalking you at all. We're yeah, not, but not. my kids are inside. Oh, we never even knocked the door. We were just parking here trying to figure out where we were going, and someone said we saw you here. So. Yeah, okay. Thanks. So happened to see you. Yeah. We did. No, we did. I, I'm going to please make sure that you're in front of my house with my children inside. And you're going to put this on oh, here. This is your house. Yeah, sorry. so as a black woman, in this moment, in this country, you're going to put my house on the screen? No, 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 ma'am. We're just here approaching you to ask you a question. Get away from my family. Speak to me at my job. If I get hurt or harmed because of this, you are on the record for that. Or my kids are, are killed. Listen. Who do you think you are? Get this is private property. Okay, we're get out of here. Get out. And you yes. know what I'll do? I'll call the police on you and make an allegation. Okay. And we'll see how that works okay. with you. Absolutely. So the rantings of a white woman get you here uh. and scare my children. No, no, no. Get no. off of our private property. And I'm dead serious. You're I will find your name. You. you can ask me somewhere else. Do not have a camera in front of my I house. I can give you my name. Get her. I'm get them hiding. out of here. This is the Please. Boston Police. Hiding. I will have you arrested. My children are gonna be hurt. We're just here to ask the question. You don't even know where you. Get away from my house. I'm serious. Please, please. Okay, we're, we're going to step away. Well, thank you. Okay. Out of respect. Absolutely. Okay. There, there you have it, folks. Um, oh. Wesley, that is a U.S. attorney picked by President there's, Biden. There's a lot to laugh about here. In his Department of Justice. <laughs> and oh, man. where was she when Brett Kavanaugh was having to get escorted around Washington, D.C. during his confirmation hearing? Because people were making death threats against him. There's a short answer to that, and it's called hypocrisy. That's where she was. Yep. She was uh, full of hypocrisy. Yeah, the uh, that's the that's the thing that we've uh, completely lost, or we the the, the um, both aisles have completely lost is the uh, the uh, ability to uh, be objective, to put yourself in other people's shoes, and to be. Uh, um, understanding across because that doesn't happen and we're gonna uh, speaking about that if it's okay walk unless you've got another clip or something you wanted to add i was going to jump into something that uh, goes along the kind of the same lines and yeah you know the fake news their disdain and uh of the advancement of conservative ideas so much so that they have are completely motivated uh, to ignore any type of investigative journalism, yes, and to that to lie at all costs in order to paint conservatives and in many cases specifically Christians out to be people of hatred or people that hate other people, yeah, and they do so in hopes that they would find people that would disassociate with us. Uh, while they have been, I would say, in many cases, very effective over the last ten years. 
you, we're reaching a point now where people are wanting some evidence. Okay, we you, sure you've got some you got some people that read the headlines and that's how they form their opinion. But yeah, you reach a point where you need some evidence, right? Right. Well, the problem with that is, uh, by and large, that just doesn't happen. Okay, well, the evidence just isn't there. It's just not there that, that that Christians are haters or that conservatives are haters. That just doesn't really happen. So much so, let me just give us five examples real quick of about twenty. I looked into about, I found about twenty. Uh, I know there's hundreds of these, yeah. but I want to give us just five, three of which, two, the first two of which of the five, you'll you'll recognize the name as big names, and that's why you would have heard of them. The other ones, not so much, but these happen all the time. So uh, Jesse Smollett, or Jesse Smollett is a name that most people know. Is no, He's a known actor and lives in Chicago, and he hated Trump so much so, and Trump supporters, that he... Begin. He staged his own hate crime, and he hired people in order to tie him up with mega hats on, <laughs> poured bleach on him, put a noose around his neck, and screamed MAGA countries. What he accused in Chicago, MAGA in Chicago, country. right? Exactly in Chicago. That's that's what's funny about that. You know, after of course the police did their investigation, and uh, uh, within days found that he had staged the whole hate crime on his own. He yeah. made it all up. <clears throat> Bubba Watson, if y'all remember. He was a known black NASCAR, is known as a black NASCAR driver. He's accused of, he accused a racist of putting a noose on his car. Made on a garage big, door. On a garage door. Made a big scene about it. Within within a day and a half, they had literally had a parade to celebrate his blackness. Yes. Only to find out after 15 FBI agents and a week or two later, only to find out that that had, was a car garage a it was pull. a pull string. It was a pull string the whole yeah, time. Yeah, you, you're, you're bringing up my memory. I oh, thought yeah. my memory was good. You no. even remember the, the parade they had. Yeah, they had a parade. At Talladega. They went around the track, and he led the charge. He led the charge never, <laughs> to something that never even happened. Here, here's three more. I'll get through them pretty quickly. There was a black woman named Teresa Lu- Lucas. She was 30 years old. Get this. I'm not making this up, guys. This is a police report. It is a. It is, this really happened here. Black lady, 30 years old, in Atlanta went around she targeted black families and was putting letters oh in gosh. their mailbox posing to be a white KKK member male white KKK member and mm. in these mail in, in these letters that she was putting in the mailbox they were talking about KKK she talked about hanging people she talked about killing kids and killing mm. whole families setting houses on fire she was posing that and she was responsible for it wow Put that on. That's the first I've heard of that. Case. Oh yeah, wow. the Jordan Brown openly gave pastor. Some of y'all will remember this because we covered this. Yep. In Texas, mm-hmm. uh, he he went and picked up a cake from Whole Su- from Whole Foods markets <laughs> and that they sold him, and then he wrote on there an anti-gay slur. Yes. Accused uh, the Whole Foods of doing it, was suing them, and then, of course, obviously, he was the one that put that on there. And there's many, many more. But what just blows my mind as we discuss that is the fact that. It's it's just humorous that these people are having to create their own hate that right. doesn't even exist. That's a good point. They're creating their own hate. Hey, uh, I want to welcome in studio Pastor Jerry Lawson. Good to have you in studio, Pastor. It's always good to have It's a joy to be here. Thank you. You are from Ackerman, Mississippi with our Senior Vice President, Buddy Smith. Y'all are both Ackerman uh, gentlemen. And uh, tell us a little bit about the church you pastor and uh, have you grown up in Ackerman 
from when you were a child, or did you move there? No. Uh, came to Ackerman 24 years ago uh, on December the 24th. Uh, grew up in the state of Arkansas, and I'm an Arkansas Razorback sitting in this room with a man that's got a Mississippi State shirt on. <laughs> I didn't know you were coming, but if I did, I would have worn it anyways. <laughs> it if I'd have known you were going to be here, I'd have put a Razorback shirt on. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm glad I'm in between you two guys. That's a good thing. There you go. Congratulations on y'all going to a bowl this year. Yes, but, thank uh, you. Y'all too. Ackerman is just a, a small community. We have a I guess it's a pretty good-sized church in a little small town and uh, have a, a wonderful congregation. But let me say this. we got a number of just wonderful churches mm. in Choctaw County and a uh, great spirit among the, the ministers and the churches. And uh, my wife likes to call it Mayberry, just a, mm. a, a good little town to live in and uh, people that uh, get along and love each other. You know, Pastor Lawson, you've been doing something for a— long time now and um you've been promoting and sharing our christmas buttons mm-hmm. and um i told our listeners before the the show before you came on last segment i said i've lost count buddy's mentioned it a few times of how many christmas buttons you've given away uh do you have a rough number of how many christmas buttons or at least how many years you've been wearing our christmas buttons and giving them away well we think it started back in Oh, five. Wow. And uh, I would pass out two or three hundred buttons. And then uh, years ago, I started getting a thousand, fifteen hundred buttons from Buddy. Uh, <laughs> and so in that time, we've, we've passed out thousands and thousands of buttons. But mm. uh, only the Lord knows the hairs on your head Amen. and how many buttons we passed out. <laughs> That's right. But, uh, <laughs> I, I sure thank this ministry for supporting us with the buttons. And mm. when Christmas is over with, I'll ask Buddy, if y'all have any buttons left over, <laughs> bring them to me. Because I want the buttons long before y'all start having your button ministry promotion. Because yes. when I go in October and November, I want to already be passing out these mm. Christmas buttons. You know, Christmas for the Christian uh, is a softball holiday. I mean, if we can't talk about our faith mm. during during the month of December, you know, I mean, it's the easiest time for me to share my faith. I mean, I've I share my faith much, as much or more during the month of December because it's such a. I mean, you talked about saying Merry Christmas, and that leads into why we celebrate it. And so, mm. but with that said, how much more is it when you've got a button? Yeah, Christmas button. Yeah, and for folks who don't know what we're talking about, my grandfather had the idea, if I have my history correct, Buddy, Buddy, our senior vice president, who was here with my grandfather in the late 80s, early 90s, um, and probably around in 05, I know he was, when the Christmas button idea came about. Um, But we, we started developing these Christmas buttons that have a simple Merry Christmas message on them. Pastor Lawson's wearing one right now if you're watching on YouTube or Facebook. Um, but our one that Pastor Jerry Lawson's wearing in studio with us says, Jesus, our living hope, and then Merry Christmas right below that. We have another one that we produced a couple of years ago that says, Jesus, he came for you. Merry Christmas. So we do these every year. Uh, every once in a while, we'll produce a new one with a, a slightly different message. Uh, but Pastor Lawson, how useful have, have these been as you minister? It, it's an icebreaker. That's it. It opens yeah. doors. Mm. 
uh, more times than not, uh, I'll have people come up and ask me about the button. Yeah. And I just tell others, when somebody comes up and asks you about the button, that's permission marketing. They've allowed you to talk to that's them right. about that's Jesus open, Christ. They open the door for you. And uh, we yeah. went out to eat a little while ago, and uh, three people there had three buttons in my pocket. I gave them out, and all three of them were tickled to death mm. to See? get those buttons. Yeah. Uh, but you reap what you sow. Yeah, that's amen. right. And I try to keep an open mind. And when I talk to people, even those that are not saved, mm. hey, I expect you to keep an open mind. If you want me to hear you, sure, I want you to hear me. Right. And the Christmas buttons are just an opportunity to let everyone know, hey, Jesus Christ, that's precious territory for me. Amen. You can get your buttons at afastore.net, afastore.net. You can get your AFA Christmas buttons there. The one, as Walker mentioned, there's two different versions there. There's a red one and a green one. They both got similar messages, and we're encouraging you to get these and, and share these too. all. And the wristband you as know, well. The wristband, let yeah. me see that real quick. The wristbands, they were also, uh, we did these about probably four years ago. We started making these. Um, that was I was around here then to remember those meetings, but I've seen these all kind of places. Mm-hmm. I've seen a, a server that reaches over uh, to f- refill my glass at a restaurant, <clears throat> and they've got one of these on. Um, so the wristbands are handy too, uh, no pun intended. Um, you can go to resources.afa.net or, as Wesley mentioned, afastore.net. Both of those URLs will work, and we've got the wrist, uh, wristbands there as well. So those come in packs of 10. Yeah, and he taught something to me. Yeah, uh, and that's that you got to have more than one. See, my problem, Jerry, is that I was carrying my one and giving you were it away. Selfish. You were just thinking about yourself. Yeah, and then and then <laughs> and then I finally give it away, and then I didn't have one for the, and then I'd go two weeks with that one. Yeah, and then I get if I finally get me one. So you got to have then a stash. I give it away. That's yeah, what Pastor oh, yeah. Jerry has is a stash. Thank All you right. for sharing that with us. Yeah, thanks for coming in, Pastor Jerry Lawson. Thank it's you so much. It's been an honor and. Uh, I sure hope you young men are blessed like your father Amen. and grandfather in this ministry. Right, we, we pray that'll the be, same thing, That'll too. be a, my prayer for y'all. Thank Amen. you for that. Well, we need supporters like you. God bless Absolutely. you, Pastor Lawson. All right, Wesley, thank you, brother. Hey, I enjoyed it. Glad to be in. Go get your buttons. All right, Quickly. if you want to get your Christmas buttons, wear them and share them. Resources.afa.net is the website. You can order some for yourself, for your church, for your company, for your business. Put them out at the storefront. You can wear and share the Christmas buttons wherever you would like. Resources.afa.net is the URL. Go there, check it out. Go ahead and order them. We'll be back in a few minutes. In His Image, delighting in God's plan for gender and sexuality. I loved it. I loved how biblically sound it was, all the scripture to back it up. The testimonies were very powerful. If it's a prodigal child that has just run away, or one that's caught up in same-sex attraction, there's hope in Jesus. In His Image is now available on DVD and can be purchased in bulk to pass out to friends and family. Order today by visiting afastore.net. So Hannah, she's just one of the women who did struggle with infertility in the Bible. Hannah's Heart with Ann Cockrell and Kendra White. Hannah took her pain to God and God heard her and was with her. Hannah's Heart helps couples process infertility and miscarriage through a biblical lens. 
Join us Saturday afternoon at 5 Central on American Family Radio. Find the podcast at AFR.net. It all came down to the ultrasound. And I saw this little lima bean looking thing with a halo, which I thought was incredible. A baby wasn't really in the plan for this young mom. After seeing a halo on her baby on ultrasound at a preborn center, she was still leaning towards abortion. And I got to hear the heartbeat and I got chills. In that moment, I just felt God's arms come around me and hug me and tell me that it was going to be okay. Preborn centers are the largest providers of free ultrasounds in the country as they equip centers to save more babies and souls. To find out more, go to preborn.com or dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 and say baby. I choice to become a mom and hear those little footsteps running down the hallway every morning is all because I had an ultrasound. It saved my life and hers. Hi, I'm John Sorensen, president of Evangelism Explosion, and this is Share Life Today on American Family Radio. Hark the herald angels sing glory to the newborn king. Peace on earth and mercy mild, God and sinners reconciled. Charles Wesley penned those beautiful words to music that Mendelssohn wrote, and even now, hundreds of years later, you can still hear this song in the mall as you shop for Christmas. Did you know that many of our classic Christmas songs declare the good news of what Jesus has done? God has given us a way to be reconciled with him through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. We celebrate the season Jesus coming as a baby born to a virgin. He lived an absolutely perfect life and died on the cross for our sins. The Bible says in Isaiah that he was pierced for our transgressions, crushed for our iniquities. He brought peace to a people drowning in their wrongdoings and separated from God. Jesus offers this free gift of eternal life to all who will believe and place their trust in him. For more, visit sharelife.today. AFA at the Core podcast are available at AFR.net. Back to AFA at the Core on American Family Radio. Welcome back to the Core here on American Family Radio. You know, when you order from our resource center, uh, we handle it all in-house. We have our own fulfillment center. So when you order our Christmas buttons on our resource center, resources.afa.net, we receive the order at AFA. With our own team, we package the order, we process the order here at AFA with our own staff members, and we also ship it out ourselves here at our headquarters. So everything's in-house when it comes to our order fulfillment. Uh, so we get that those uh, items out in a timely manner. Usually, most orders actually ship same day um, unless you place the order in the evening, and then it'll ship the next morning. So uh, when you order the buttons, we'll get them out as soon as possible. Go to resources.afa.net. Hey, I want to welcome on the line Pastor Kerry Gordon out of Sioux City, Iowa. He's the pastor of Cornerstone uh, Church um, in Sioux City, Iowa. Um, I want to welcome to the line uh, Pastor Gordon. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. It's an honor to be with you. Uh, Pastor Gordon, you and your team, I know there are several others involved as well, um, have been working for a couple years at least to my knowledge, because I've talked with your team on multiple occasions um, in the past few years on this project. I know it's a pretty big project, and it, to you it probably seems like a never-ending project, uh, but you've been working on this movie, Enemies Within the Church. Tell us a little bit of background or maybe some history as wh- where this where this project began 
and where you are now with it. Well, absolutely. Actually, it's been about three and a half years, and it's uh, pretty funny if you have the inside scoop. When you watch the movie, you'll notice that my beard changes color from the beginning to the end of the interviews. <laughs> but uh, the background is simply this. I'm a third-generation minister. My grandfather preached the gospel for about 70 years. He lived to a ripe old age and went home to be with the Lord. And my father was a pastor, and he retired after 50 years of ministry. And this is my 28th year of ministry. What sets uh, Christian faith apart, I think, from any other religion of the world is we make this appeal that there is a higher authority than men. Hmm. So when the disciples found themselves being threatened by civil authorities, they said, you're not to speak again in the name of Jesus. They said famously, we should obey God rather than man. Caesar and Nero and any other statist government of the world cannot tolerate authentic Christianity because authentic Christianity appeals to the higher authority of God and, of course, the law of God written in the scriptures. So our nation is faced with statism. It's very strong, very dominant. I would argue in both parties there's an overwhelming sense that statism is how Everything will be fixed. We just mm -hmm. need to elect the next president. He'll repair everything and save us. So there's a massive movement among millennials in particular that openly say we don't want free markets. We want communism or socialism. Surely those are superior ways to live. Mm -hmm. And I can see that our faith, our freedom, our liberty, everything we hold dear as Christians and as Americans is under a direct threat and it's a battle of worldviews, and we're outnumbered right now. So we did this movie because I want to leave true Christianity to my children and grandchildren. And there's a movement inside the church teaching people Jesus was a socialist. Mm. It is not true. It is not biblical. But it is extremely popular. And if we don't confront it directly and clearly— we will not be able to recognize Christianity in the United States in five short years. You know, Pastor Gordon, this is this is this is the issue. Uh, this is the issue because we can talk about you know what's going on in Washington. Uh, we can talk about what's going on on the world stage, and honestly, a lot of that's just a distraction from some of the main issues that we need to be focused on. And one of the issues is what you guys are working on. And exposing, and that is in true enemies within the evangelical church. I mean, as you mentioned, there are there are quote unquote leaders within the evangelical movement that don't fundamentally believe in the in the, in the tenets of Christianity, um, and we cannot have those people leading um, Christians and leading them in the wrong direction. Uh, can you po point out, br bring us, bring some examples to light? I mean, you guys cover a ton. In this movie, and we're going to point people to watch it after uh, you and I get done here. But give us some examples of of some people or uh, organizations or institution institutions that you've exposed for being enemies of the church. Well, I think when you see the video evidence of something that happened with what was formerly known as Campus Crusade for Christ, which was founded by a wonderful, good man by the name of Bill Bright. When you see what's happened after he died and his organization now renamed Crew, yes. you watch the video evidence of what they're doing. 
This is a massive parachurch ministry with huge tentacles of influence all over the United States. And all they can seem to talk about at their national conference is white privilege mm. and various themes of critical race theory and total distortions and perversions of the true gospel of the Bible, by the way. It's extremely dangerous because it's appealing to young college-aged people who are supposed to be a mission field. We're supposed to be concerned about the next generation, passing the baton of the real authentic gospel of the Bible to the next generation before people my age pass away. And so you have these, what used to be wonderful organizations that were there to try to uh, bolster the faith of young Christian people coming into the college uh, danger zone, the minefield of worldviews, again, with professors that are humanistic yeah. or atheistic, trying to undo everything their parents taught them before they reached the college campus. And Bill Bright's ministry was there to sort of rescue these young people and encourage them to keep the faith. And in other places, evangelize the unsaved and help these college kids come to the Lord. Well, now they're aiding and abetting a malevolent anti-gospel movement in our universities and colleges across America. And it just breaks my heart to even have to say that live on the air, but mm -hmm. the evidence is overwhelming and clear. And uh, you'll see it in the movie, enemieswithinthechurch.com. And the, the proper response to this is for the body of Christ to repent and turn back to the Word of God. I mean, that's the overarching goal, and you see this happen in the uh, the New Testament with the apostles, I mean, they had disagreements amongst themselves, but the, the overarching goal and the whole point of accountability in Scripture is to ultimately provide restoration. Now, does that always happen? Clearly not. Uh, man often buries his heels in, even when he's in sin, uh, but the, over, the, the, the overarching goal here is to call out uh, deviation, to call out sin where it stands, and to hopefully draw people back to Christ, people at least who know Christ but are wandering astray. Um, speaking of wandering astray, um, something you guys touch on in the film and, and you guys have spoken to extensively is what has been going on in the Southern Baptist Convention. I'm a Southern Baptist now. We've seen how Russell Moore took the ERLC from Richard Land and or after, took it over after Richard Land and just took that thing completely to the left. Um what are some of the—how do you see the Southern Baptist Convention today? You know, we have the Conservative Baptist Network trying to provide a comeback um, and provide some positive influence there, but where is the Southern Baptist Convention? Well, I thank God for the Conservative Baptist Network. I myself am not a Baptist. I'm not a Southern Baptist. But I have a great admiration and love for the Southern Baptist Convention because historically— They've been a tremendous voice of influence in the American political system across my lifetime. And I would say if it hadn't have been for the influence of the Southern Baptist Convention, we never would have had a president uh, like Ronald Reagan mm -hmm. in, the, in the 80s. And so they're, they're a wonderful institution. They've led so many people to Jesus for so many decades. Unfortunately, I would say to your audience, the Southern Baptist Convention is going the way of the United Methodist Church, who went the way of the Episcopal Church before them in the 1960s, and they are becoming overtly liberal in theology. They are straying from fundamentals of the Christian faith. They're conforming themselves to this culture and this world in direct opposition to the warning of Scripture that we are not to conform ourselves to the world, but rather to be transformed by the renewing of the Word. So, the Christian faith 
is under attack, I would say, in every single denomination. But if you want to see the tip of the spear and, and watch a, 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 a once beloved and trusted denomination of Christian faith crumbling before your eyes, look no further than the Southern Baptist Convention. You know, Pastor Gordon, the common, the common occurrence here is that many clearly are seeking the approval of man. Yes. I mean, and whether it's the Southern Baptist Convention, whether it's Russell Moore wanting to meet with Barack Obama in the Oval Office, who openly supports baby killing, by the way, President yes. Obama, but 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 Russell Moore couldn't bring himself to meet with with candidate Donald Trump. I mean that, that but it, that just doesn't even it doesn't even add up. Like if you put it all on paper, you're like, wait, this doesn't even make sense. But if you if no. you if you look into the fact that many of these leaders want the applause of man and many many of them want the applause of unbelievers. It's one thing Pastor yes. Gordon to want the approval of your fellow church member who is rooted in scripture and has a biblical worldview, but to want the approval of the god haters. This is such a backwards way of thinking. It really is and I want to dovetail on what you said a moment ago. You're absolutely correct. And that's really the heart of our movie and the goal, our greatest desire would be to approach the world and the existential problems facing the church and America with clear truth from the scripture in the hopes that people who've been involved in our, our turning away from God would repent and say, we're really sorry we were misled. They, we were perhaps exploited by our better angels and we meant well, but we realize now we've made a mistake. That's our number one goal. And, I, and I'm happy to report that I think that there are signs that some of that could be happening right now as the direct result of the film. Hmm. But most people, you know, a lot of times they won't repent. They just double down and triple down. Uh, and so the first goal always is restoration and repentance because we believe America's worth fighting for. Hmm. We certainly love the church above all, uh, the church Jesus died for. We love the Lord and he's commissioned us to preach his gospel. But you realize you can't preach and proclaim a gospel you will not also defend. That's right. And there's a huge movement now twisting and perverting the message of the gospel. I would summarize it this way. The social justice gospel is a false gospel gospel because it, it teaches people that they are victims and everyone needs to repent to them. In direct contrast with what the Bible teaches, Jesus was the greatest victim in all of world history. And you and I and all of us listening, we were the villains. Yes. And we put him on the cross with our sins. And we owe God repentance and an apology. That's so right. you can see the, the subtle distraction of telling people they're the victim and everyone's a racist or everyone has done some wrong to them economically and everyone should apologize to them. This is a perversion of the true gospel. We've got to stop it because ultimately we want people to be born again so they can go to heaven. That's right. If you leave out the possibility of redemption, which many of these ideologies do, there's according to their wicked ideologies, there's no way out. Uh, for example, with critical race theory, you're born a skin color. That's it. You're done for. There is no way out which is exactly, to your point, contrary to the Word of God. Hey, Pastor Gordon, tell our listeners, if they want to watch the film, where they should go. Yes, please. If you want to see the film, I want to encourage everybody to watch it. It, it is a hard movie to watch. I'll tell you that up front. But by the end of the movie, I promise it will give you real Bible hope when you get to the end. You can see it at enemieswithinthechurch.com. You can stream it immediately, or you can order a DVD, and hopefully it'll be delivered by Christmas.
All right, there you have it, enemieswithinthechurch.com. We'll post that on our podcast page as well at AFR.net. Pastor Gordon, keep up the good work, brother, and uh, we'll talk to you again hopefully sometime soon. God bless you. Thank you so much. All right, there you have it. That's Pastor Kerry Gordon out of the great state of Iowa, Sioux City, Iowa. And uh, he's a, a local pastor there, and he's also the writer of this film, this movie, Enemies Within the Church.com is the URL. You can go there and watch it um, on their website. You can live stream it, or you can purchase the DVD. So we'll post that link as well if you missed it on my podcast page at AFR.net. Just go to AFR.net, click on AFA at the Core Podcast, Bobby. Yeah, I also put the uh, the trailer on there uh, so it'll kind of whet their appetite. Mm-hmm. For all you listeners out there, it's about 2 minutes, 31 seconds long on YouTube. All right, there you have it. That's uh, at our website, AFR.net, under the uh, AFA at the Core Podcast. Click on today's show, and you'll be able to find that link there. Um, well, as as we as we interviewed uh, Pastor Jerry Lawson just uh, last segment, uh, we have our Christmas buttons on our resource center. But another thing that we're offering right now is our streaming platform. On November first, just about um, a little over a month ago, we launched our AFA Streaming, which is our video platform. AFAStreaming.net is the URL, and when you go there, you can create an account. Uh, streaming.afa.net, rather. Sorry about that. Streaming.afa.net. You go there, you can create an account, and you can watch content that we upload. So, for example, this show, AFA at the Core, for today's episode, we're going to upload that this afternoon to the streaming platform. You can watch at your convenience. You can watch the show from yesterday and earlier this week, all at AFA Streaming. Um, You can catch The God Who Speaks in His Image, I Am Potential, you can catch the Hamilton Corner airing the Addisons. All this great content, all this great content, all on AFA streaming. Go to streaming.afa.net, create you a free account, and begin watching great content there. We'll see you next time on AFA at the Core. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.